Good morning and welcome to the program. Every Saturday morning we do the MedPoint Health Half Hour, myself and the MedPoint team. Unfortunately, I don't have any MedPoint other personnel joining me, so it's just myself, Ron Young here, hosting the program. I am glad that you've tuned in wherever you may be, driving down the road, maybe you just tuned in in your home. Uh, I'm just happy that you're along here with me talking about everything health-related. You know, that's what I love to do. It's my one of my professions, right? So uh, I want to make sure that we get the word of health out there in a positive way so people can understand it, so people can have a greater appreciation for it, and certainly uh, also understand the misconceptions and stuff that are out there muddying the waters uh, as you continue to progress towards your health goals. It's very important to us. I'm from uh, MedPoint. It's a company within the City of London, in case you haven't heard of us. We have many different clinics as well as uh, executive healthcare, uh, fitness studios, uh, nutrition uh, counseling through a dietitian. We do orthotics. We do a kids program. We got lots of things on the go all the time. And I always say that MedPoint is a place for everyone. So please check out the website. You'll, you'll go on uh, medpoint.ca. And you can kind of scroll through some of our services, see what might be appealing to you. Uh, you know, we offer different payment plans and different different packages for many different people. So whether you just want to get some performance testing done, have the BOD pod, the Fit3D or the metabolic test and kind of see where you stack up right now as you go into summer and perhaps working towards that beach body that we all want. Or perhaps you just want to see maybe uh, employee health solutions is is right for you. Do you have a company with uh, you know staff that that want challenges, that want group challenges, that want uh, people on site giving presentations for health uh, uh, purposes? Right, that can all have an effect on our well being, uh, mentally, physically. Uh, we have a lot of fun with that program. So. Uh, the other aspect of our services is obviously clinics. We have walk-in clinic downtown. We have specialists downtown. We also have uh, executive health care out in the Riverbend area. So if you wanted a three-hour, five-hour medical, we would be happy to set you up with that. And uh, that's a great service that we have to offer. The one thing that I wanted to open up the show with is talking about a couple of fitness uh, uh, programs that we've recently launched. And <clears throat> they're actually very well thought out programs. But the first one is the Kickstarter pack. It's uh, for those of you who want to get into fitness, try a wide variety of our services and it's priced at a very appealing rate. So go on the medpointfitness.ca. You can see that package, what is included in it. And uh, it could be the kick that you need to uh, propel yourself through the summer months and, and get off on the right track. The other thing that we're currently offering is a student special. So it's something where, you know, we have a lot of students from April uh, onward once exams are done. And then obviously we got, you know, high school kids once uh, June hits, I guess. Uh, it's something that we can have a fitness program for them, right? So uh, it's a student special. It gives you uh, access to some of our services as well. Uh, please call in for that program and, and you can you can chat with me or flip me an email. It's ron at medpoint.ca. Uh, it's, it's a lot of great services and a lot of great people involved within them. So you can rest assured that you have the professional um, in the right field to help you combat uh, some of your health concerns. What do we have on the show today? Well, I always like the show to be very informative, and I always like to have uh, different topics that might be appealing to a lot of different people. And I think that the topic of today is going to strike a chord with almost everybody who enjoys a, a sweet, sugary snack every once in a while. 
and that is sugar, right? It's something that we're overwhelmed with in society. We see it everywhere. We see it in grocery stores, convenience stores. We uh, distribute it at Easter, Christmas, other holidays, right? It's something that we can never seem to get away from because it is that treat. And We've seen physiologically through studies that, yes, the body elicits a response in, in, in response to sugar. It's usually uh, followed with hormones that, of, uh, you know, pleasantness. <laughs> you feel good about yourself. Uh, you have eaten something sweet, so insulin response happens. There's a lot going on within the body to, um, you know, break down the sugar and obviously uh, digest the sugar. But I wanted to focus on a few different health statistics, okay? Because I always like to have things supported by evidence. And if it's not, then it's not doing me much good because, quite honestly, I could just be saying anything on this program. But I do my research. I make sure that I have the proper stats. And let's look at them right now. According to Health Canada, the average adult consumes, on average, 23 teaspoons of sugar, while the average child consumes 32 This works out to be 40 kilograms or almost 90 pounds a year of sugar. So you know what? You don't have to go out and buy it. But what I want you to do is visualize bags of sugar, okay? And and they probably weigh like, what, a pound each? I'm guessing that they're sold in. I don't tend to get extra sugar, but uh, to each their own. And stack up 90 of of those bags of sugar next to you and see that is likely how much sugar you're consuming over the course of a year. Now, some of that sugar is within regular foods that you eat and and some are natural. Obviously, we want to focus on the good ones. And then there are some that we just do uh, our body a disservice by, uh, you know, picking out on the Easter candy that we still have within our cupboards from this past April. Let's look at some of the other stats here. Refined sugars linked to insomnia, hair loss, diabetes, skin irritation, acne, hypertension, CBD, and obesity and tooth decay. Uh, Looking at refined sugars uh, as they pertain empty calories. So that means that quite often foods that have a lot of refined sugars don't have a lot of fiber. Fiber is what makes you feel full. It's what makes you feel satiated so that you can go through your day a couple more hours without feeling the need to consume more food. Uh, It also, foods high in refined sugars also lack, obviously, vitamins, minerals, fats, enzymes, stuff that we need to help in our body's processes. So it is good to stay away from those types of foods. And looking at the past decade, sugar consumption has jumped actually 23%. So that's actually quite substantial when you put it against the whole population of Canada. Am I right? One study found that for every 150 calories available to a person, their risk of diabetes rises 1.1%. So even having a, uh, you know, a pop every day or something like that, you're increasing your risk of certain disease. So like, why is this all important to us? Well, look at it this way. We're going through a bit of a healthcare crisis right now because we have a shortage of doctors within Ontario. Uh, we also, you know, are, are fighting different ends of the spectrum. So we have a huge strain on the system because of the silver tsunami and baby, baby boomers, which, you know, it's no fault to them, but they're, they are a large chunk of the popula- population that needs support that needs attention and they're ones that you know deserve the attention because they're they're in you know should i say later stages of life usually 65 70 i mean 
we need to consider that their health is, is, you know, going to be taking a turn if it hasn't already. Not to be doom and gloom there, but, you know, it's, it's rare in, the, in society nowadays, especially in the way that we're eating, to see people with really good health later in life. So we need to make a change and we need to make it now. One of the reasons I'm bringing up sugar is simply because, um, look, we, we're getting it on the one end of the spectrum with the silver tsunami, but we're also seeing a lot of childhood diabetes and, and obesity being more and more prevalent within our society today, which is concerning. Because if they develop certain conditions like diabetes, like cardiovascular disease, and they're only you know, mid-20s, 30s, then that's something that's going to carry through the rest of their li- life with them, right? So we really need to be cautious with how much we're giving, uh, how frequently we're giving, and really control intake from a standpoint of that within our own bodies as well as within, you know, children, because it can be something that can be quite addictive, right? Strategies to overcome something like this, obviously you want to moderate how much candy you're actually giving the kids. So one of the strategies that my wife and I have employed is we always like to, for special occasions, birthdays, stuff like that, Tell the parents to get more of a uh, either a toy or a experience gift where, you know, they can now go to, you know, here's storybook garden tickets, right? Here's uh, uh, an event at the Budweiser Gardens. My, uh, you know, mother-in-law has done that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's many other family members who are starting to do that and get on board with that. But it ultimately cuts down on the amount of packaged goods and, and sugars that our little ones are consuming. So, and don't get me wrong. It's not like my kids are deprived of sugar. No, no, no. They get it in proper amounts and they get it um, not every day, but, you know, when there's maybe special occasions or maybe when we want to reward them, but it's not always sought after. It's not always the go-to within our home. And, you know, it's something that if you establish those uh, boundaries and establish those guidelines to consumption and whatnot, your child will have to respect that and they'll understand that they need to play by the rules here in order to... uh, get that. Or maybe it's a a limitation of you only get candy twice a week. You know, maybe we need to start working on a frequency situation here where we cut down on uh, the sugar intake. Wednesday, you can have it and maybe Sunday you can have it. You know, there's different strategies like that. So what I encourage you to do, sit down with your family, see what works out best for you. And, um, you know, what's best for you might not, might not be best for other people. So consider it, set goals as a family, and make sure that your sugar intake is under control, okay? I got to take a quick commercial break, but I tell you what, after the uh, commercials, I'm going to come back and we're going to chat a little bit more, doing a nice deep dive into sugars, okay? Because I got a bit more information that I think you're going to be interested in, and I want you to stay tuned for the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL. Welcome back to the program. Of course, at the start of the show, we were talking about sugars, and I fully intend to keep that topic going because, man oh man, can it be a very vast subject for many, many people. We went through some of these statistics when it comes to sugars earlier in the show and looking at you know how much people consume on average, uh, what that equates to pounds per year, and also just looking at some of the disease that has become very prevalent because of Overconsumption of sugar, you guessed it. Uh, and again, not that I'm perfect, not that you know anybody's perfect, but really what we want to do as, as a population uh, is make sure that we are taking the proper steps to 
just cut back on stuff like this because it creeps up and overconsumption then leads to certain disease. And some of these diseases will be with you for your lifetime, like diabetes. So it is very important to make sure that you uh, can take steps now, be educated now in order to uh, go forth and live the best life that you can live, right? I want to talk a little bit about sports drinks because this one's very important. Uh, a lot of people consume these as well and, and obviously think that they're very good, which in some regards they are, but also you got to think that sometimes they're a little bit overkill. And oftentimes I wonder, I know that the athletes, the NHLers often will advertise this stuff, uh, but is it what they really have in their water bottle or is it just water, right? Because usually it'll have the Gatorade bottle, but... I, I bet that they're not having a ton of this stuff. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but we'll leave that up to the imagination. Looking at um, Gatorade's Glacier drink, it has 41 grams of sugar, right, which is 10 teaspoons of sugar. And if you think, it has 330 30 milligrams of salt. That's more than a McDonald's medium fry. So yeah, even though you're replenishing your stores, you would have to be literally a a professional level athlete to have to refuel in that manner uh, when it comes to sports drinks. So they obviously promise to rehydrate and provide energy, of course, in the form of sugar and electrolytes during exercise. And looking at the stat, people spend more than $450 million on these drinks every year. They looked at a study and the study was done... uh, I think it was within the CBC articles. They looked at exercises, varying ages, male, female, of course, uh, tried to get a nice population spread there. They put them through a 45-minute run and found that none of the runners depleted either glucose or electrolyte levels enough to require a sports drink. Huh. So, I mean, there you go right away. People who think they need it, these people put them through a 45-minute run and they didn't deplete their glucose or electrolytes levels. So, uh, again, I, I have to look at the study. I'm always very objective when it comes to this kind of stuff because 45-minute run, well, are you doing kind of a light run? Are you doing an all-out run? Are you taking breaks during the run? What are the environmental conditions during the run? Is it very hot? Is it a controlled environment? These are things that I'm not sure uh, what to, to make of, but this suggests to me that, you know what, even though we want to consume sports drinks and stuff like that, maybe we feel better about it, it's not necessarily needed for our situations. Unless you are, you know, running a 10-kilometer race or a marathon or something like that, maybe you'll want to have a little bit, but overall it's showing that our glucose and electrolyte levels were not depleted enough. So perhaps just regular water is fine, or maybe one of those, uh, you know, chewy kind of, Energy gummies or something that the runners have nowadays could be could be more than enough for you to sustain your systems. Uh, you know, when we look at the effect on kids, this one is is one of the things that are near and dear to my heart. People like LeBron James, Sidney Crosby, they're all spokespeople, right? They get paid to promote a product. They might not necessarily drink it themselves, but perhaps they think it's a good idea because obviously there's monetary gain within their uh, within their reach here. But looking at it, the Canadian Pediatric Society advises not to use a sports drink unless you are in intense heat and humidity for around 60 minutes. Overuse can be harmful and tack on 
unwanted calories. So it could associate with weight gain, stuff like that. And then this pours into a conversation of, you know, should we have vending machines in schools? It's a big debatable topic. And, you know, a lot of times what vending machines are selling are going to be stuff that is full of preservatives, full of salt, and it's oftentimes full of sugar. Um, you know, I usually see chocolate bars, chips, candies within there, and obviously sports drinks, Pepsi product, Coke products, whatever you want, whatever your fix is. Um, it's tough for children though, because they can't make like informed decisions, right? They, they like sugar. They want to go to sugar, but it needs to be regulated. And really what they were looking at within the liberal government as of late was this sugar tax, right? Sugar, sugar tax on drinks for uh, 20%. I think the, the fact was, uh, but now they're putting that discussion aside because unfortunately they might not have enough time to completely fully table that discussion and, and get it, you know, regiment implemented within our society. So it's kind of unfortunate that that's falling by the wayside. And, um, you know, it's not a bad idea to deter people. We need to make sure that if a sugar tax was implemented, that it would be a big enough expense that it would deter people. Or perhaps these products need to have warning labels like cigarettes do or like, uh, you know, other, other harmful products do. Maybe we need to slap a big label on top of the pop and say, this could cause obesity, which could cause heart problems, which could cause joint pain, which could cause arthritis, you name it. it kind of go down the list of conditions here. Um, you know, most of these soft drinks carry a sugar content of 40 grams or more. So it, it is a lot. It is a lot to consume in the, in the body. And, and I think overall, what we need to do is take a firm stance on it, See how things go. And you got to start somewhere. So whether we implement a small tax or perhaps a label on the manufacturing bottle, uh, we need to make sure that we are taking the appropriate steps to cut down on this area, right? The only argument against this is really that people will drink it anyway, so it only makes the cost more expensive. We can see a similar example of this with the carbon tax, right, on gas. I mean, there's certain things within the liberal government currently that are happening and it's four cents a liter more. Does that make me want to change my behavior? Will I all of a sudden not drive my car because of that? No. But, um, you know, if, if we do a sugar tax, is something like that going to be received well? And will that deter people from buying it? Maybe it's an extra 20 cents uh, for a bottle of Coke or something. It's all up for debate right now. But something that can't be ignored. We need to also obviously not discriminate against people who drink these products, right? I mean, there's all bad habits that people have. I mean, they range in in variation from, you know, alcohol, smoking to, um, you know, perhaps driving habits, (laughs) being on the cell phone. Watch out, please be careful. All sorts of bad habits people have. But does that mean that, you know, we should penalize them and not other people, right? Like, I mean, taxes on cigarettes are actually very high. Um, But anyway, there's just a lot of blurred lines when it comes to this. And we need to make sure that we keep uh, voicing our opinion on it. We need to make sure that we keep advocating for our young children because they are our future. So we need to, you know, pour and invest into programs like this that practice prevention, similar to MedPoint, right? If you come down, we'll do a three-hour, five-hour medical with you and uh, in hopes that you'll also sign up for some fitness so that you can be preventative and proactive with your health. It's something that we all need to do.
And it's something that often gets missed until it's too late, right? We have silent killers all over the place. Things within our control and things beyond our control. But overall, I want you guys to be encouraged. The listeners out there, be encouraged. You can make positive change. You can do this. You can limit sugars. You can limit all the bad stuff within your diet. You just have to do it one step at a time. My name is Ron Young. I want to thank you. Uh, I'm the host of this program. If you want to see more, uh, you can obviously go online, SoundCloud. we got the MedPoint Health Half Hour on there. Uh, if you want to visit uh, my own page, it's the Ron Young Show. That'd be, that'd be cool if you could send me some feedback. You can also send me an email, Ron Young at, or sorry, Ron at medpoint.ca. Uh, I encourage you, go on medpoint.ca's website, fill out a contact form, um, book a tour, come and see your services, take control of your health now before it may be too late. That's all I got. This is Ron Young on 980 CFPL. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I hope that you have a wonderful weekend.